On this week's episode, we dust off our iPods and hop into Baby Driver. Who lets a baby drive a car in the first place? Is every character in this movie's name start with a B or a D? And is this the first music video that's ever been nominated for an Oscar? Find out now. You're listening to 24 Flames Per Second. All right, all right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of 24 Flames Per Second, the podcast that roasts the films we love most. And uh, we're here this week doing Baby Driver, which just came out this last year. May have see. I walk oh. my. T- I talk myself into a corner because this comes. Hold on, I'll look it up after the Oscars. Uh, who knows? And it might have won something, and I don't know. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> well, you know, curtains drawn. This movie came out in March. Am I restarting? No. Oh shit. <laughs> uh, March eleventh, okay. South by Southwest, June twenty eighth, USA. Uh, okay, that's my birthday. Great. Happy anniversary, baby driver. Sure. Um, and to the left, you already heard him. You know him. You love him. The darling to my buddy, Will Paulson. How's it going, Robert? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm getting over a cold that yeah. has swept this city like a plague. <laughs> it's still um, out there. It's still out there, so watch out. We're in Seattle. Don't come to Seattle. Don't come here. <laughs> Especially if you want to work for Amazon, Google, or Facebook. <laughs> um Microsoft, yeah. okay, though. Microsoft, whatever. They started here. <laughs> um, so did see. Amazon. Yeah, so that's what I've been doing. I've been recovering from... from. I guess that's true, but yeah, what, whatever. Um, I, uh, I've been recovering from a cold all week. Uh, I'm doing that weekly MCU movie thing yeah. in preparation for Infinity War. So... That's going on. And we're recording this my, in advance, so you have no idea what movie I, you I watched this week. I, well, let's see. Uh, the most... Well, yeah, if you want to do you're, it. You're, I think you're I watched, around I'm the probably, second Avengers. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but yeah, how you been, though? Good. Yeah. Um, there's that new Amazon like cashierless yeah, store that go? opened no i saw people posting pictures of lines outside oh jesus and uh the tweet i read was like and it's not Here, a here's a picture of, of the line outside the grocery store where you're not supposed to wait in lines anymore right, right. <laughs> and and also it's not in like a fun part of town to park or anything i don't even know where it is it's uh it's like downtown oh, is it by amazon it is the downest of town yeah oh. it's, i think it's pretty close to the amazon campus because oh. it's been open um to amazon employees that's right. for like almost a year or something what yeah that's crazy it I just got released that. uh to us plebeians so mm-hmm. anyway now we can get that sweet amazon nourishment yeah <laughs> Um, garbage snacks that we don't or I don't, don't have to talk I don't to know, a person again. I don't know what they sell there. <laughs> it's like it's like corner store food. Oh, it's yeah, it's like a corner store. Oh, okay. Do you know how it works? No. Do you push I, buttons? Do you have a punch card? No. Oh. It's all cameras, man. No. It's like all cameras <laughs> noticing your face and what you're grabbing and what you're putting back. Oh, the string cheese makes him happy. Yeah, right. <laughs> have the better, string cheese. Better target those ads. Yikes. Anyway. Did you watch the movie this week? No, I did not. <laughs> I, did, <laughs> I have never seen this movie. You've um, seen Edgar Wright movies, though. Have I? Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, seen that. Oh, yeah, okay. Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz, yes. World's End. Okay. Uh, World's End. The Pirates of the Caribbean movie? 
Uh, oh, no, it's not World's End. It's, uh, isn't it? What's it called, Quasi? Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. No, oh, what's that's the, the third Edgar one. one. Edgar Wright one's called The World's End. Okay, so, okay. Oh, what's not that? too far I've off. never heard of that. It's so, the bar so, run one. Oh, that's and right. Everyone turns out to be robots? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that was a question posed to Quasi. <laughs> so, um, yes, I have seen Edgar Wright movies. Yeah, and Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. All right. So you're you you you, you I'm kind familiar. of know the tools in the tool bag. Yeah, sure. Yeah. The uh, the what he's going for. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. This, we'll see. I'll Isn't try it, and keep up. There's visual humor incorporated. That's sure. Where sure. you can guess. The only really the only thing I really know about this movie is that the soundtrack plays an integral role. And the baby and drives the baby and it was uh, it did well at the Oscars. <laughs> no, wait, no, it was it did well nomination nominating wise. Yeah, for this Oscars, we don't know if it did well yet because the Oscars is five weeks away still <laughs> when we're saying this. Oh right, yeah, but we'll know by the time this comes out. Man, we've yeah. fucked up. <laughs> right. I asked, should I start over? No. And you were like, no. Let's party, dude. Let's introduce yeah. our panel. Let's go around. Okay, so they're all. Uh, we they've been here before, starting with the roasters. Uh, political and movie activist. You can find her on social media at Maddie Vonhoff. Maddie Vonhoff. Hey, everyone. Hello. How are you? Pretty good. Great. Good. And also on the roasting panel, another political activist, and he's a filmmaker. He didn't give us a social media handle. His name's Cody Olson. Hey. Hello. How are you doing? Pretty good. Can I ask, is Maddie a, a movie activist? Is that That's a, what she said. A movie activist. Thanks. Yeah, political and movie activists. Do you do you protest like Michael <laughs> yeah. Bay movies? You're like, I know more. <laughs> <laughs> I protest uh, poor women's representation in movies, yeah, personally true. and yeah. socially. <laughs> on this podcast, she's and done on this that podcast, yeah, to great great effect. It's good to have you back in the roaster seat. I know, right? Yeah, it's you've kind been defending of, for a few. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm kind of you know my heart is full and I need to kind of go back to um, mm-hmm. trashing movies. So you know, yeah. so I'm here. And in the defense, yet again, uh, graphic designer and actor, you can find him on Twitter and Instagram at Akayaday, A-K-A-Y-A-D-A-Y, Quasi Phillips. Hey, what's up, buddy? Hi, how's it going? Oh, this is my birthday movie, man. Remember, we, we saw this on my birthday. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't remember. Sure. Oh, that's right. And then I gave you Thriller on vinyl. You sure that's did. Right. <laughs> oh, what a oh, that's great right. birthday. I forgot that that happened the same day. Um, but but yeah, welcome back. Thank this you. is like your millionth time defending. Oh, I love this. You defend you defend a lot of every movies. Seat. That I've, I love every don't. seat I've been in. Yeah. Um, but let's, uh, we'll get right into it. Uh, how would you like to do movie in a minute? It's I don't care how I you can. like to do it. You're going to do it anyway. <sighs> okay. So. Give us the whole plot synopsis, uh, spoilers and all, or as much of it as you can, and I'll give you a three count. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, three, two, one, go. Baby was caught stealing the car of Doc, who is a ruthless uh, heist boss, and in order to pay off his debt, he makes Baby drive for him, and Baby's an excellent driver for all the heists that he pulls in order to pay off the debt. He continues to pay off the debt until he finally gets out of Doc's clutches and, and tries to escape the life, and, but unfortunately, Doc tries to keep him because he's so good at his job and, for, and forces him to do one more job in order to protect the people he loves, including Deborah, who works at a 
diner that he used to frequent where his mom he does frequent because his mom used to work there and joe who is his sort of stepdad so he begins this he he, he starts sells to do one more job with buddy and darling who are two crazy ruthless criminals and bats who's also a crazy ruthless criminal they go through the they the bunch of other crazy stuff happens and they start to suspect him and there's a lot of tension between the group until finally they go, they're at the last heist and he but baby can't take anymore kills bats and tries to escape the world he lives in with um with uh deborah but gets caught at the end when has a face off with buddy and, and uh, you're actually like, oh, so close it's <laughs> the closest you've ever gotten yeah oh. no, that's very okay so i had to close my eyes i was like i was like doing like a look. spoken word poem with my hands there's <laughs> <laughs> many there's all this clapping underneath <laughs> um that's the only way i can do it now you were up to final confrontation with buddy yeah yeah um which is underscored by queen and oh. Um, they're just they're in this yes. parking garage, and ultimately, baby shoves him off the edge, and he falls like forty feet and blows up in a fire. And then yes. the rest of it is kind of they're running from the cops, and uh, police end up picking him up, and baby goes to jail for uh, twenty five years uh, with chance of parole after five. Um, and then he gets out of jail, and Deborah's waiting for him, and that's the end. And that's it. <laughs> yeah, yes. they kiss. Nice little smooches. Nice. How do you know? You didn't watch this, Will. I read the Wikipedia oh. synopsis. <laughs> did it say they kiss at the end? Yes, it does. Oh. It also says that he blocks out his tinnitus by listening to music, music on iPods, plural. Does yes. he have more he than one several iPod? iPods. He yeah. collects them. Many moods. Yeah. Moods, gotcha. Days. All loaded with different things. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, that is, yeah, that's probably yeah. yeah. Uh, sign of a bygone era. Mm-hmm. I actually still have my iPod. I just listened to it on, on the trip that I went. <laughs> okay, Grandpa. Congratulations, <laughs> Cody. It is. It's the first. It's that first video iPod. First. Oh, those, oh, that was a good iPod. Yeah, they put some like tanks back then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they do. I still yeah. have a classic, but it's in a drawer and I don't use it. Um, very good, Quasi. Very good oh, indeed. That was, I felt good about that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the closest you've ever gotten. Yeah, because I to feel actually good about fit. this movie. I feel great about this movie. Yeah, you Love didn't. You weren't telling us every character's backstory. <laughs> I tried to for do the whole before. minute. I tried to like set a scene. Yeah, and, like, put you guys into it. Yeah, it's, yeah, not, it's um, a very immersive mo- movie in a minute when when Quasi does it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like an audio book. Um, <laughs> let's uh, Quasi. Do your opening statements. Why do you like Baby Driver? Oh, man. So I feel a lot like Baby, honestly, in many ways. Um, I love music, and I listen to it, and I I kind of dance to it, and I kind of put myself in these scenes where music is kind of dictating the world around me. And I, that was really great. Uh, the opening scene in this movie is this amazing one shot of Baby grabbing coffee and just rocking out to this amazing little funky song and the world around him is kind of giving him little cues and everything it's great um and it just it feels it felt so good from the start and it just does not let you go from start to finish um it's unfortunate that it's uh kevin kevin spacey's in it um it's kind of hard for people who haven't seen the movie to watch this movie now um i what we watched it before um the accusations were you know kind of spit out and yeah but and it kind of sucks because now his villainous role is even more. You know, it, it's 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 far more real, and it kind of takes you out of it a little bit, which is really it really sucks. But every it, it, as soon as the other characters come in, because he doesn't really play that 
huge of a role. You still get to have another a full immersive experience with all the other characters, including and the music is written in. Edgar Wright wrote the music into the script and then figured out how to get the license for it. Like he just it, the music is a fundamental part of this movie, mm-hmm. and it may and it just it, it makes it that much more um, captivating. And all the everything around it, the gunfire, the 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 you know the walking the placements, everything works so well with the music. It's like a choreographed dance from start to finish, and it's it's incredible to watch. Um, I love all the characters. The his deaf his deaf stepfather, um, Bats played by Jamie Foxx, was such a good role i'm ah i loved it it was such a catalyst for all this craziness that happened in this world that he is not familiar with um buddy's character being this you know kind of these unpredictable these unpredictable moments in a world in something that you think is gonna feel good makes this so much fun to watch and it takes you in all these different directions that you don't expect and yet you're still satisfied and that's why Mm -hmm. i love this movie okay um I was gonna say, so, oh yeah, I was gonna say your jacket looks like baby's jacket, kind oh, of. Oh yeah, yeah, it's like a Letterman-y looking jacket. Yeah, Halloween. Let's go. Let's do it. What do you mean Halloween? I'm gonna. Do you get that for Halloween? You're gonna be baby driver. Baby for Halloween. Driver for Halloween. Oh, maybe we'll see. I don't know. Maybe baby. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, so roasters. Uh, we glossed over a lot of who all the characters are. So, like, how about we start there? Does that sound fair? Well, there's good. like seven or eight, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, some name drops, but that was all we kind of heard. So, anyway, we want to. Why don't we start with Baby? Thoughts? Yeah, on yeah. I'll start. <laughs> I'll start. So I guess so for me, one of one of the issues I came away from the film with was kind of my empathy and sympathy for Baby. I feel like I feel like he's a really nice guy. Except that he's not really that nice of a guy in terms of like some of the larger actions and like morality surrounding him. He puts a lot of people in his life in danger. Um, and for me, the way that he enters the plot or that I guess the, his backstory is that he was stealing cars and he stole the wrong person's car. Um, and so now he has to do these heists. But he was still a car thief before all that. Like to me, he he doesn't seem like. A person that I would really want to root for all that much. Yeah, I mean, I can definitely um, agree with that. Like he, the way in which he makes choices is pretty arbitrary and kind of, um, you know, in Quay saying like, oh, it doesn't let you go from start to finish. Well, like I think it kind of does let you go kind of about two thirds in where, you know, most of his choices were making sense. Like, okay, he's a car thief and then he has to, you know, pay back essentially his debt and then Doc isn't letting him leave from it because like as all, you know, kind of movies like this, if you're good at your job, they don't, they're not just gonna let you walk away from it. You have to get out. And so he's continuing to do the job because he doesn't, you know, they've threatened Deborah, which is like the woman he um, just met and loves. So he doesn't want to do anything to jeopardize that. And then he like sees a bank lady and he kind of feels bad that maybe she might get hurt. So he's just like, eh, I'm not going to do this anymore. Puts Deborah in like incredibly grave danger, um, kills bats for kind of like no reason just to kind of like get away. And it just kind of devolves into a, a giant shoot 'em up where it's kind of unclear why either of them are doing that, why either of them are going like him and buddy and all of them are going through like such lengths to do this. And then, you know, doc flipping at the end just kind of makes mm-hmm. no sense. So I feel like 
you know, not only is it like hard to sympathize with him, then the way he, in which he makes decisions don't seem all that rational. They seem kind of selfish because he's just like, you know what? I'm going to save that bank lady. Deborah can deal. Get in. <laughs> if you're, if you've been caught at 13 doing something and then have been forced to do it for your entire, you know, emerging at adolescence, I don't think he, he has, he has been given no opportunity to change his behavior. I, I, we, I, I would say for me, I've done stupid, stupid stuff as a kid that I was able to grow out of. But if you, he was trapped in this world, and it was it, he was never he couldn't allow himself to get out of it because not no one in the world was letting him get out. He was surrounded by a bunch of crooks, and so it's for me, it's like if this kid, he's just he was found as a kid doing something stupid, and he was forced to pay for that mistake for a number of years. So if you're in that world and you and 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 at the end it, it was like the the chance to kill bats was his chance to be like okay you want to drag me into this world well I'm going to get out the same way you like you forced me to do this. And I don't think he ever wanted to be a dangerous person. He wanted to be kind of fun, dance, play around with this play around and do stuff and he, he was pulled and forced to do this stuff and bats was his catalyst and be like all right, you want me to be this crook? I'm going to be this crook and this is how I'm going to get out of it. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> the cat just ran into a wall. <laughs> so I haven't, I haven't seen this movie. But you said he was thirteen when he kind of got sucked into this world. So at the time of the movie, he's like sixteen, eighteen months old. Months? Yeah. <laughs> he's not an actual baby. Will? Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's a baby. <laughs> this, yeah. Sort of, sort of will like thinks this is baby. boss. Yeah. yeah. He's like a CGI baby. And he's, right. yeah. he's in the car and you have cinder blocks the, on the pedals. Yeah. You have the real life actors around him, yeah. you know, playing off a CGI baby who's right. yeah. in the car. And his voice yeah. by Alec Baldwin. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> 13 years old. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> so he's like, was he for sure 13? In the movie. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And so he's he's like, age in the movie is like 17. 18. 18, yeah. I would say. Yeah. yeah. And then, I mean, he's just, he, they call him baby, you know, as just his moniker. But no, it was, I think that <laughs> it's not like, I don't know. I think that, yeah, he was, it, it was this time of his life that was kind of, he, he had formative years and mm-hmm. that's all he knew wrapped up so, in a life of crime i mean and he had his good-natured stepdad to help him you know, mm-hmm. ease and out. how much does his name's joseph right the dad yeah yeah does yeah. he serve as much of a character or is he mostly just uh, another thing that baby he's, might get taken away he's from he's like him? that old he's like the old um <laughs> sage person in the mm-hmm. life of the protagonist yeah sure okay. to give him wisdom a little bit of a moral compass yeah, yeah a, a exactly. bit of a moral compass <laughs> who, who will really softly go, suggestions really <laughs> softly go hey what if you maybe didn't do that criminal activity that i'm vaguely aware of maybe right. goes nah and he goes okay cool yeah. <laughs> because i'm deaf <laughs> because who has served as baby's other father figure but doc right mm. yeah Maybe we can talk yeah, about doc for a little bit yeah kevin yeah. spacey well but also just going off of quasi what you were saying you know like i agree like that you know as a kid you're kind of looped into that you can't really hold kids as responsible but then like why does he leave because he doesn't leave for his stepdad who's like the only person who's like you know been there for him this whole time he doesn't leave for deborah if anything he stays in because of deborah and then it really takes the bank lady this rando woman who was kind of nice to him for him to go you know what like i'm getting out of this world and that just doesn't seem he puts everyone in countless situations of danger until 
he decides, nope, I'm getting out of it now and puts Deborah at grave danger as well. Wait, you're saying that he stayed in to save Deborah? That's well, because Doc was like, if you Doc leave, yeah, like it, I'm yeah. going to mess her up a little bit. And then later the next day, he like sees the bank lady and Bats is like, you know, I'm going to like rob this bank, you know, and like that she was coming on her shift and he's like, no, you're not. And then he totally changes. And then from then it's a shootout for the rest know. of the movie because and if, Deborah's like, I'll come. Well, the, but the thing is like, he doesn't, he was always, he was, he was always a good character like in his heart. He's always good. I think it doesn't matter this, they, the, these, uh, the Deborah he has met and he, this is the happiest moment of his life. And doc uses that to trap him. And I think that that's, so that's why he goes back in. It's not that he will, he will do it to save the people he cares about, which are Joe and Deborah. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but he was always good in heart. And so that's why I think he saved the bank teller or tried to save the bank teller. Cause he, just, he didn't, he doesn't want anyone to get hurt, but he, this is the world he's in. And he only, he wants to wreak havoc on that world and not just become a crook for being a crook sick. I will. I think, I think that's mostly true in that he, he definitely does not wish harm upon anybody. Um, and, and I get, I guess, so my thing kind of going to that specific moment where he kills bats and, and kind of like ignites Uh this gunfight. Right. That he's gone on on he's gone on a lot of these heists and I think he, on the last heist he saw like a security guard get killed and you know kind of like grimaces but sort of goes along with it like I don't really have a choice mm-hmm. you know and then Bats kills I think he kills a few people in the uh, in the bank or in the post office right I think they either imply that or say it oh I think you're right it's a post oh. office yeah yeah, post office. yeah, yeah. the, the yeah. final one is a post and office and he's just yeah. had too much and he's like Bats killed people I you know I got to take him out for the good of the world and you're like I kind of see that all right bats is a villain and then he kills bats and then just like unleashes the rest of the criminals upon the world instead of like <laughs> just if he had just swallowed that that bad feeling of like i hate being around these people driven them safely home and been like fuck y'all like nobody would have died that day we have like 20 dead police officers yeah, but like that day bleeding out in the streets yeah, that whatever. day because you don't if, after if he had gotten back successfully from this heist mm. Doc would have been like, tight, next heist. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, that's fair, but, and he still would have been condemned to that world, but 20 police officers would still be alive. So I'm a little like, I don't know, but, you know, like, you figure your own way out, but, like, right then, in that moment, it seemed like a pretty shitty time to just, like, to, basically, yeah. to to destroy their car, their mode of getaway, and then and unleash all these criminals who have like guns and are like not going to go to jail. It's never a great time to break up. It's never <laughs> a perfect time. But Let's- like, could have gone to the because like it makes sense why he wasn't going to go to the cops because he's going to be like, well, they're going to put me in jail too. But the right. end result is the same, except for a lot more people died. Yeah, right. So he could have gone to the cops, let them deal with it. He definitely would have been charged as some sort of accomplice and then gotten out anyway. But it just seems like there's just this like mass of like you know, carnage that kind of followed him all the way up until jail. And he's lucky, frankly, that they were like, well, you're young and like you, you know, you have a good heart and all these people to vouch for you because like, like Cody said, like a lot of people died. And that's not, that's not his, that's not his fault though. I don't, I would say because it was, but if buddy and darling were in a position, any of that position anyway, they would have shot and killed cops. 
for sure. I mean, but if this was Marvel Civil War, there would definitely be like a baby accords that were being drawn up because like, it's not his fault, but like a lot of people are dead. Yeah, yeah I guess my thing is, I do think he's a good person. Old, like, I think in his heart of hearts, he's a good person, but I think the movie lets him get away with a whole hell of a lot. Uh, and Deborah too, also, she witnesses him carjacking somebody when she's really right. only like vaguely aware of like his level of involvement and I think doesn't quite know his whole backstory and really just accepts the this like somewhat scary, violent carjacking as like, Oh, we're the good guys. We got to get away that. Like even when Jason Bourne is like being chased by like the CIA and like the whole NSA is after him. I don't think he like violently carjacks somebody. He like, politely steals a car with someone's you know in the gym and not there and kind of gets away but baby's like you guys gun to your face right now so yeah it was i think that you know (laughs) there was also a kind of this thing um like this thing that he learned from bats which Mm -hmm. is what i i feel like bats his whole thing was like to survive you dominate right yeah that's how you you dominate the room you're in you dominate the scenario so he every time they go to a place that's our money they got our money in there there's nobody it belongs to us right so that's what he, I think that's what he learned from Mats was like, you just got to dominate to survive. And right at that moment with everything that was going on, he just wanted to survive and leave with the woman he loved. But Deborah wasn't raised by bats. And Deborah go, like, is like, we're the, we're the protagonists. <laughs> like, True. let's go, yeah. you know? So, I mean, yeah. she, I mean, you know, there's obviously, you know, the questionable decisions made by baby, but Deborah makes even more questionable decisions in that she has little information other than like a couple of dates and she's like pretty down with it. Um, <laughs> she's very down with it. Can I, does anyone remember? I can't quite remember the people that he carjacks, not to harp on this too much, but like, did, did they do something vaguely annoying? And that was basically like the only justification the movie gives us for oh, like no, for they, him carjacking them. He just needed a car. But yeah. there was the closest car. <laughs> yeah, I felt like the movie had made some attempts to like make us go like, oh, they're kind of douchebags. Or yeah, whatever. they look like um, uh, Jesse Pinkman. Yeah, season yes, one. Okay, that, that's that's what oh, they made yeah. them look like. Which almost frustrated me more because I'm like, yeah, but it's their car. Like, <laughs> you, can, you don't just get to be like, but officer, he's a douchebag, so I jacked his car. Oh yeah, that's fine. You know. Your Honor, <laughs> that yeah. beanie did not belong. Yeah, let's vigilante let's, justice. Let's uh, let's try this segue again. And let's move away from talking about, <laughs> about baby as a good or bad person. Let's open it up and talk a little bit more. Like Deborah. Wacy was saying oh. about Deborah or bats. We bats can kind of we can buddy. kind of lump the criminals together, right? Doc, yeah. bats, buddy, and darling. Yeah, they're. I mean, it's just it's each each character is there on purpose. That's mm-hmm. what's so great. Is like every character is there on purpose. Um, the um, the first uh, John Bernthal's character in the very beginning is the guy who kind of instills that idea yeah. that you can't be in this world without being a little criminal like right. you have to be a little bit loco and a little bit you know mm-hmm. um yeah a little bit like you have to be kind of crazy willing to do the bad shit to be in the world and benefit right right and like um and then the two um other criminals that kind of teach you like you, you can you, you the there are consequences to fucking up in this world. Mm-hmm. JD dies. He gets a bolt to the head. Oh, yeah. He has to get, you know, uh, baby has to go get rid of him. Like and throughout the, the movie, there's all these little points of tension and each character helps build on that until the final, until the finale um, where you just see it kind of implode the world implode. And you see that this world is, um, it's dangerous. It's a dangerous world. It's not going to be the fun. And maybe also Edgar a little Wright bit, movie that you're, right. you're coming to see. Maybe a little <laughs> fragile too. Yeah, for sure. And I think every character plays a part in that and especially bats. I mean, I think for me, the characters, um, you know, Will saying you're lump them together. I do think they can be lumped together. Honestly, I feel like they're all kind of, 
you know, kind of loose stereotypes of like a car heist movie mm-hmm. that they um, they don't have much character development. They kind of are all pretty interchangeable. And I think um, Doc makes, you know, a lot of kind of questionable decisions. Like you never really know. Like, is, is he good? Is he bad? You sure. Have to kind of like he kind of just makes a decision at the end because that's what's best for baby. Um, and I think like all of them and Deborah included that the other characters kind of pale to baby and they kind of all just exist to tell his story and to kind of like serve as kind of plot points that he's encountering, um, you know, which kind of, you know, shows a lot about like doc kind of like just at the end being like, just kidding and helping him out. Deborah, the whole movie, her arc is completely for him. And I think kind of the criminals are interchangeable. So I think, you know, for, for me, like, baby certainly stands out as um, the most fleshed out character and the rest are kind of things. Yeah. Plot points for him to, to run into or to guide him kind of along the movie. No. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, So I, there are a lot, I think that the, um, I disagree that the, they can be in like they can be lumped together just because the, um, okay. The, if you replaced bats and, Buddy, you like Buddy and Darling's relationship are it's it, they they are in everyone has their own reasons I think and that kind of helps show you know why they're why they're in it they have that diner scene moment where they talk about why they're actually doing these things and you know these backgrounds and and um, that have brought them to this one moment where they're all doing this one heist together it's they're there they're there for different reasons that's not to say that they aren't just you know they have the same there are a lot of stereotypes for sure in each of them for sure um but buddy's motivations and bats bats's motivations are and even doc's motivations are so they're so different that they're they are catalysts of them themselves to create this world that baby exists in so i don't think that you could be interchangeable with them yeah i mean i think you know like they do have different motivations but you know i think in the way in which they use like women is pretty kind of classic car heist movie. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, I, I can definitely see there's some difference between like bats and buddy, but there's certainly no difference between like darling and Deborah in terms sure. of their agency and initiative throughout the entire movie. So to me, it kind of struck me as like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is a car heist movie mm-hmm. and the women look pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think back to Edgar Wright's other films. I'm not sure if he has the greatest track record no. with female characters, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, like I love Scott Pilgrim, but like, yeah, oh my <laughs> it God. doesn't end yeah. there either. No. That's weird. Yeah, no, 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 in a movie no. that has so many women, and I don't yeah. think what, there's there's a name for that, uh, like Shaun of the Dead. Uh, oh, the uh, Cornetto trilogy. Yeah. 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 yeah, I don't. I mean, like, I know there's um, female characters and probably like yeah, romantic Sean, interest in all of them, and but, Shaun of the Dead. I forget her name. Yeah, I don't so, remember. You know, so you exactly. Go. Yeah, <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, he doesn't have a great track record with that, unfortunately. Well, you know, who does? It's unacceptable. It is. Um, <laughs> do you want to talk about, talk about plot, writing, plot? Yeah. Um, how does the movie flow? I guess we can kind of also include how the music works with that, right? Because mm-hmm. that's kind. Of, uh, well, I have a question. If anybody knows. And it doesn't say on the Wikipedia thing. How did they shoot this movie? Oh, did they play man. the music? Yeah. While they were shooting. Yeah. It? Live, they had the music playing and they choreographed all the scenes to make sure that it timed right with the music. And they, um, like rough edited it. Like he, the editor was on set. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. 
quick, making sure quick rough cutting everything to make sure it lined up with the music yeah. and being like, yeah, we can move on. Like Edgar, oh, like everyone so cool. would look to Edgar Wright and Edgar Wright would look to the editor to be like, do we have it? And they'd be <laughs> like, you were good. Nice. Wow. Yeah. So, and, yeah. and even like the, the car chase scenes were shot. He was strapped to a truck. So a lot of the car chase, you're going to, you who? haven't seen the movie. Oh, I haven't seen the movie. So Wait. Edgar Wright is in this thing. He's strapped oh. in it and he's like following the car. So it's uh-huh. actually real shots of them in the car and not stunt doubles. And yeah. they're like full pan shots. And so he, he took a lot of time to make sure that everything you see is as real, as real as he could make it mm-hmm. in the streets of Atlanta. But it was yeah. very well done. Yeah, I mean, the, the camera work and the way that the music interacts with everything, I think definitely... Uh, especially you know the beginning action scene kind of starts the movie off with this really like fresh mm-hmm. and flowy way um, I guess my my biggest thing kind of like I've mentioned is I, I just feel like other parts of it are lacking for me that the movie kind of to me feels a little bit like cotton candy um, like there mm. wasn't I couldn't point to that many for in terms of the things that people said they liked about it I was like oh yeah no those things are really good but it kind of just felt like after I watched it it was like just you know like oh that was right. I don't know if I'm going to remember that tomorrow. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, for me, the movie um, is a lot like Deborah. It looks great. <laughs> it sounds great. And there's Sick. not much ap- underneath. <laughs> um, and I think that's, you know, I totally agree with that. Like the music is amazing. Um, the, uh, the cinematography is amazing as well. And then if you kind of, if you took that away, there's just not much of a plot. There's not much happening. And that's kind of what kind of the issue is when it kind of falls apart you know, in the last 30 minutes, like Doc changing sides and um, baby just deciding to, um, you know, like now is the time he's going to get out to me didn't seem like like a decision that we had been building up to. It seemed like a decision to then have a 30 minute amazingly shot uh-huh. car chase and, and shootout scene, which like is fine. But again, like Cody was saying, kind of that, you know, if you strip that away, the story underneath is fairly weak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doc changing sides for me or, you know, choosing to help baby was such a weird moment because, because I was even, I was really digging kind of what Quasi was saying about sort of the tension and the danger feeling like it was being ratcheted up. Um, and I liked Jamie Foxx's character, even though I didn't like, um, how baby kind of dealt with him. Um, but I, but I did sort of like all this danger exploding into the third act. Um, and then to me it felt Felt really weird and just unearned and out of nowhere that seemingly the most dangerous person um, all of a sudden became be, helped out the protagonist in the mm-hmm. third act when it seemed like everything was coming for him and you know his uh, his chickens were coming home to roost or whatever. But right. it was like no, 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 but this one guy he's got your back. Like yeah, it's fine. Movie kind of undercut itself. That, yeah, that's sort of how I felt. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like it relied on it relied on its soundtrack and its its shot and I like it's awesome to hear, you know, about the director and like what he was doing to make sure he had like the perfect shot. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's probably what he spent most of his time <laughs> on, you know, which is like great. I mean, it clearly paid off. It's an amazing looking movie. Um, but yeah, and just in terms of kind of what's underneath, what's kind of holding it together, it seems like the plot is holding together car chases not that car chases are a necessary part of the plot and the story they're trying to tell like i feel like the characters are just stitching together until we can see the next beautifully shot car chase hmm Hmm. quasi 
Damn it. Crazy. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I think that there was there's something to be said about the the Kevin Spacey or Doc Switch um, at the, the end. Doc Switch. The Doc I love Switch. It. Um, I the the clo- the close thing that I felt when I was watching that was just that this is a this is a very disturbed you know father son relationship and at mm-hmm. the end he just he saw that this was what it had developed into and he you know knew what it meant and he he was already on the way out and so he figured just you know what all right just let's just get you out and I'll get out I'll be fine so let's mm-hmm. just make sure you're okay because you did so much for me I wouldn't even be able to you know be who I was without you so I have that little sense of you know connection with you and then at the end you know with him uh finally just you know he knew that that was the end anyway because of the the bananas police <laughs> the guys who like oh, yeah. the guys who survived the shootout at, at the with mm-hmm. the police came by and shot up um doc was the final moment for him to you know just be like just go and let me just you know let me end my let me end our connection in time with you it kind of mm-hmm. sounds like the ending of um like treasure island Remember Long John Silver? Long John Silver, yeah. Uh, is kind of just, he's the villain the whole time, and then he just lets. Because I don't remember any of the characters from that fucking story, but <laughs> Jim Hawkins. Jim Hawkins. Is the boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, he just lets him go. That, yeah. Well, that, yeah, they had built that relationship. Very similar. At the end, and he's like, yeah. damn it. <laughs> Care about you. <laughs> you know? I think that that's that that's a that's a tension uh, that's a point of contention obviously with the way that the the climax was able to happen was uh-huh. how a baby or a baby was able to battle buddy in the in the parking garage um but it's if if, if Edward Wright was going to make this story and and he was going to use this type of character and this type of storytelling in a way that wasn't done before and also to help you know use help the have the music be kind of like this other character you know it's it's so written in that it i can't even imagine this movie without it so you can you could remove the music sure and it's you know this simple story but the music and its relationship with baby and how he uses music to cover up not only like it's not even just music just like the that type of inner turmoil in his head mm-hmm. with his parents and with the, whatever's happening and yeah. this, this high-pitched sound which also i loved that every time there's like this point of stress you hear it um, they put that in the in the sound mm-hmm. so you're also hearing it while people are talking i love that um Tinnitus. But, yeah exactly yeah. i think that that you could say yeah if, if without it it's not it's it's a, just a basic movie but it it had to be in it so you know i can't imagine this movie without the music I can definitely agree with that. Um, I think I think you're right that the music is its own character in itself, and that's a mm-hmm. kind of a pretty cool way to think about it. Certainly, it's Baby's strongest relationship in the entire movie is with the is with the soundtrack, and and I can like get down with that. I think that's pretty cool. The problem is for me is that I heard you know I've read that and heard from people you know like Baby Driver reinvents the car chase action movie, and I just mm. disagree with that because I feel like. You know, while it adds a certain element of like artistic flair that we haven't seen in other car chase movies, I guess I'm just like wearing my lady hat, really sick of being like, oh, like we've reinvented the car chase movie, still treating women the same, mm-hmm. but like now it's to a sexy soundtrack <laughs> yeah. and the women are still sexy. And, you know, so I feel like 
I just love to see, I feel like it didn't push it far enough. Like if you're going to say we're reinventing the movie, but you're going to kind of keep with like the same trope, bad goons and the same women, all women in this movie play the exact same role. They always have. And you know, the ending is kind of the same as what we've seen before that while they push the move or while they push the music and while they push the action and the, um, the shooting to also push, some of these characters and like what kind of stories they're trying to tell because like for me it's not good enough to re it's not good enough to say it's reinventing the genre while still kind of sticking with kind of the same stereotypes we've seen right right and yeah there's all the female characters there are two female characters (laughs) (laughs) you know it's you know both of the female both of them yeah exactly (laughs) oh you could count the the does the tape labeled mom count as a female character well his mom's in it (laughs) also that but i was wondering if it passed i couldn't remember if it passed the bechdel test or not like they i was like do darling and deborah talk maybe at the diner did she order something would it pass by (laughs) technicality can i get bacon and eggs it passes <laughs> Reinventing the genre. genre. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, oh no! I was gonna say, what yeah. about that other? She doesn't have a name either. The other mm. waitress at the diner. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> but um, she only asks him yeah. about what yeah. baby's deal is. They so. also give Deborah a man's name in the beginning of Jonathan. the is Jonathan. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that Edgar Wright came out to reinvent the genre, though. It's all, so you know that is true that people say this was what. This this movie reinvents the genre, blah blah blah. Only in a stylistic sense, obviously not with the characters. But I don't think that was his mission. Mm-hmm. I think that his mission was to tell this unique story wherein you have a you have his aesthetic playing in with you know the action of a car of a of a, of a heist driver and the you know the different emotions pulled up by music. And that was like a, a kind of a romance between those, like, you know, it, between all the characters and music and the action. I think that's kind of where he was going. And the, I mean, critics will always put the pressure of, you know, get out, reinvent horror movies, you know, the no, movie yeah. reinvents, they'll, well, they'll say that. Yeah. yeah, they'll say that. And I think that's, you know, that's how they get, you know, readership too. But um, I don't think that's what he set out to do. And when mm. I watched it, um, I was like, this is a great heist movie. You know? mm. It's just sure. like a heist movie, though. You know, and, and I, I will I will admit I will see it in that in that context, even though mm. stylistically it is different than any heist movie I've ever seen. So you're saying my problem is with society. Oh well, <laughs> I, I share I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> I really yeah, that's uh, you'll you'll you won't, you won't see me complaining. Uh, I I do see that the that he could have done better with the female characters, um, especially yeah. in our day and age and what people are doing with movies nowadays um, and with storytelling for sure. Um, but I think there's also so much that you can see this movie has in its in its merits that you know I, I still I still love it to death. To death. To death. This is great. I was telling yeah like before. <laughs> Everything. The top, my three of my favorite movies ever were The Usual Suspects, Seven, and Baby Driver. <laughs> Kevin Spacey <laughs> was <laughs> pulled right out from under yeah. you. Yeah. And it's, it's so weird, you know, it's so weird to see this, like, he's such a good actor, but, you know, I, it, it's, I cannot separate it anymore. And yeah. now I'm watching this, ugh, it just was, you know, rough. rough. Yeah. yeah. But, you know. Feel like we uh yeah no yeah let's do it your your pantomime is accurate the we mask. should uh yeah let's unmask and we'll go around and um if anyone was 
uh, arguing aside that they don't actually fall on. Uh, how do we how do we really feel about Baby Driver? We start with Cody. You haven't talked in a while. Yeah, sure. Um, I, I I'm warmer on it than it than it might have seemed, um, but nothing that I was saying was necessarily untrue. Um, it sure, just wasn't yeah, yeah. maybe as big of a problem as I was making it out to be that like, I liked the film. Um, I also don't think it reinvented the wheel. I think, you know, like Edgar Wright films, it was, it was stylish and solid. And, you know, I don't think my cotton can- candy analogy was a hundred percent false. It was like, it's a little fluffy where I'm like, yeah, like I, it was good. Like I think I walked, I was like, yeah, it was good. Like maybe, <laughs> maybe like a heist movie with a cool feature, yeah, but exactly. not necessarily it was a cool angle to it. Yeah. Um, I did though. I think the morality of baby is a thing that kind of wore on me. And by the end of the film, when everyone's defending him in court, then I'm just like, man, why are so many people defending him? Like, doesn't during that third <laughs> act, doesn't he, uh, doesn't he also rob the car, not of those douchebags, but of that woman during daylight? But he and gives her a purse back. Okay. To get away. <laughs> like also, and I can guarantee the contents of her purse are not worth more than a car. She like, she's even kind of okay with it. She's like, oh, thank, you know, thanks for my purse. And I just feel like everyone in this movie lets him off so goddamn easy. He saved like, a baby. He, he just stole He's a your, young white man, Cody. He just stole your car. <laughs> He did you, save a baby. Like you can kind of, you can flip him off, but also maybe, you know, be like, all right, I guess that's nice. He gave me my purse. She's like, Oh, he's such a saint. <laughs> <laughs> so by the time the courtroom thing came around, I was a little, I was like, baby, Jesus Christ, dude, baby, um, Jesus driver. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I did like the film and I enjoyed it. Um, I, I thought John Hamm's character is actually probably more interesting. Um, that mm. he wasn't like an outright villain until you, until you killed the woman that he loved. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. There is kind of a weird juxtaposition though, of like the end of baby driver where, you know, everyone's like, like Cody was saying like, Oh, you got my purse back. And like, Oh, he was like nice to me on some dates, you know, and all that. And like peeks <laughs> off, like pretty doing pretty good. And then the alternative ending for get out was, oh, is geez. like that he gets shot. Yeah, at the end. Yeah. So it's almost like this weird kind of thing. Where we're like, Hmm, had the positions been reversed, then maybe yeah. that wouldn't have been so great. I, I've had my car stolen. And he only killed and, like five people. Yeah. <laughs> I've had my car stolen. I, and I have found it with some things that I maybe valued a little still in the car. Like weirdly, they didn't take some of these. And my fr- I still was like, screw you person who stole my car. <laughs> so I was you- a little glad. I was a little glad they hadn't torn it up. Yeah. But I was still like, I don't like you. I, I probably <laughs> wouldn't. I probably wouldn't vouch for you in court. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, yeah they call you like, and they're like, oh, we're going to like, you know, we're going to sentence him. What do you have to say? Yeah, about that's a that? greater question. Like, like, good. <laughs> how did they round up that woman? Yeah. And they're just like anyone that his life has touched. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I you lady with the purple Cadillac or yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah. I think at the end of the movie, it felt that that court scene was just, everyone sensed that he, what he, it, what he didn't belong as a, he wasn't, it, everyone sensed that he wasn't, he didn't, he didn't, he was, he was trapped. I think that was what they were. All the extracurriculars were saying <laughs> the, um, the woman who worked at the post office, yeah. um, the woman who stole the car, they were kind of like, I mean, I just got this. That he he just he he could have just driven away, but he took the time to give me my baby back. They were in mid heist, and he gave back the woman's baby. Like, I mean, he, he, if he was re- if he really was a bad person, he would have gone over, and then he would have figured it out later. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. But every it, it, what, I think that the courtroom scene was like, okay, this kid 
obviously fucked up and is obviously he should go to jail but <laughs> but he's a good looking white boy he is a good looking white boy so you cut know. him some slack yeah. come on he, he's been through enough yeah <laughs> jail will ruin his looks right. oh, and, and his I career it, I take it <laughs> yeah. you were not wearing a mask Maybe. How do you, how, yeah how, how do you how do you feel oh well I, I was gonna wait for Quasi to tell us how he really felt oh, but oh. sounds like he, okay did you not know <laughs> <laughs> um oh yeah sure I can go um yeah so for me um I was actually wearing a bit of a mask finally for a roasting position yeah, yeah. um yeah so I uh saw this movie um this is one of my brother's favorite movies when I went home he was like oh we're watching this he's seen it like seven times already um and Whoa. I watched it and at the end I go man that was awesome shame about Deborah though and he goes yeah. I knew you were gonna say that <laughs> he's like I almost didn't show you this you know because of Deborah and I'm going well you know if you're not down like at some point you have to get over it or I wouldn't watch movies right if every time I was like they could have done better <laughs> right, um, right. so for me um, yeah I mean I, I like yeah. love the music love kind of the stylish aspect I'm definitely down for a car chase movie that's not just just shooting people mm-hmm. um, and has mm-hmm. kind of a more of an artistic vibe to it um, yeah so for me I actually like quite enjoyed this movie mm. totally get what Cody's saying though about like totally enjoyed it had a good time is it one of my favorite movies ever like no do I think it like reinvented the genre no i think you know other movies have done better on that for me but yeah so no. yeah i really romanticize this movie sometimes mm-hmm. in my in my head um just like, i get really excited and hype in movies anyway um <laughs> and especially music movies about music too um i remember when, like with whiplash robert and i we saw oh, Whiplash yeah. together and i was also in the theater like oh my god <laughs> you know um and uh yeah so i think that the but the, but the idea of music being this, such an influential part of this movie was already what kind of got me. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, seeing it, how it worked and how all the different, you know, pieces, all these different, way different types of music also were in there. A little David Brubeck, you know, a little bit yeah. of... Uh, Did they play Take 5? No, they played... Oh, thank um, God. Oh, God. I can't remember it anymore. I wrote it down in my book. My book. Wow. Uh, it was a really beautiful 5-4 uh, piece, though. Really cool. Um it's not take five. It's not take five. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll show it to you after. Give okay. five. <laughs> Enough, sir. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, you know, you hold, you, 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 you catch your breath during the car chase scenes. Um, it just was, it was fun to watch, and I love Jimmy Fox in it. I loved Kevin Spacey in it. Yeah, I really, really liked John. That's John a ham in it. John Ham too. Yeah. He was well. I I really liked his dynamic with Baby that he would quietly defend Baby, not that he was his best friend. Um, and up until the third act, uh, but you know that some other like Jamie Foxx and John Bernthal both kind of stepped to Baby at one point. John Ham wasn't like jumping in there like, yo, I'll mess you up if you hit Baby, but he was kind of like, hey man, he's cool, chill out. Everyone relax a little yeah. bit. <laughs> I really that I really like that in movies when somebody is is shown to maybe not be super invested but is is invested enough to to say something. Right. I think that's like an interesting kind of like character trait. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, he's he's actually a pretty chill guy. Um and I, I really dug the diner scene with him just like looking yeah. strong. Um, oh, yeah. And and I was actually wondering because I'd seen the trailer too. And in the trailer, I think they show him in that diner sequence. 
and he looks really strung out in that part. And then you're watching the movie and you're like, he's got it. He's got himself pretty much together. I don't mm. quite know why he looked like that. And then, <laughs> yeah. and then she dies. You're like, oh shit. This, <laughs> this is what brings him there. I yeah. mean, that's kind of funny though, to think about how he was kind of like, like you said, quietly defending baby during yeah. the movie. And then when baby, you know, gets like darling killed essentially that he's like, oh, come on. Like I've been there for you. Yeah, he, like I mean, I've had yeah. your back. Like, come on. Yeah. He becomes basically the villain of, of yeah. the third act. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what a villain. Yeah. We, was, yeah. we brought it up a little bit before we started recording. And uh, in my brief three minute research I did before <laughs> push record, um, I couldn't find any information or reason why all the characters have B's and D's in their names. Oh, right. And the movie is also called baby driver uh so if you know the answer tweet at us yeah, at 24 yeah. flames pod but uh yeah you're right tweet at us yeah please <laughs> it's killing me mm. um i really like the movie um it's just like i i remember specifically like the part where i was just like yeah i i'm into this movie it was the the second heist the the bank with mm-hmm. bats and then and the michael myers heist yep yeah. we're all wearing the michael myers was, mask yeah that was good it's when they are in that truck and it drives up on that rock wall mm-hmm. i was like i'm on board <laughs> um, yeah. yes and uh and yeah i um the, the on the rewatch, uh, I had forgotten how badly run over Kevin Spacey gets at the end, which now the things as they are, I was a like, little more satisfying. Great, great. Yeah, sure, <laughs> good job. Um, what baby? You said baby kills five people. Who does he kill? No, I no, she's talking about, about get, out. get out. Yeah, like baby and ends up killing out, like, yeah. a billion people, but get a out billion. Yeah, a, bi- a literal billion. A he b- b- only billion. kills Buddy and. Uh, bats. No, we were talking about like all those cops that Kevin Spacey gunned down so baby could get away. You know, versus like Kevin Spacey gunned down cops also? Didn't yeah, he? All those the, people the coming. Last yeah. three, the guys who were like, oh, bananas, so motherfucker, oh, whatever yeah. they yeah, said. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 But no, I was just saying how had the roles, you know, because like the end of the alternative ending with Get Out, he kills like the, you know, his girlfriend's family at the mansion right. and, and the cops and just shot. shoot him dead. Spoilers. Like, yeah, Spoilers. <laughs> we, we don't have a movie in a minute for hey, Get Out on the books yet. Ending. Alternative ending. That's right. That's right. That's right. But it's kind of interesting juxtaposition where, yeah, like the end of oh, Baby sure. Driver, they were like, oh, like, like you know, like he did good and here are all these situations that like yeah. led to this and then end of Get Out. It's like, yeah. well. I kind of <laughs> wish Baby was black in this movie because it's, it's in Atlanta. I yeah, would, you know, I, I would. Movie, it would have yeah. been cool. Been any, yeah. yeah. What would have happened if Baby was? It was cool. like Donald Glover instead. <laughs> oh, oh, if this movie had Donald Glover, that would have been so good. Donald Glover, is are there Donald Glover in the lead role? Oh, I guess aside from Jamie Fox, are there any other people of color in this? Uh, his stepdad, uh, darling, yeah. darling, looks of Latino. She's, yeah, she's yeah. Latina. Latina. Descent, darling, yeah. darling, Latina. Though, could yeah. Donald Glover not talk throughout the whole? Because you kind of need like oh. a silent. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like yeah, that's maybe not always his character, but like I think it'd be pretty. He's got. Oh, cool. love he's got some mercurial yeah. moments on uh, on yeah, but, Atlanta. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say Donald Glover's already talking. in a yeah. show about Atlanta, yeah. so maybe yeah. Yeah. A, a <laughs> overkill. Um, but yeah, I dig it. Uh, Will. Do you think you'll go watch it? Probably. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. And with that, we're going to wrap it up. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, thank you, everybody, for being here. Cody and Quasi and Maddie. Yeah, and thanks Will. So uh-huh. And thank you for listening wherever you're listening uh, on your own device, listener. 
listening. <laughs> um, if you have thoughts about Baby Driver that you think we should know or were not presented in a way that was uh, palatable for you in this podcast, feel free to email us at 24flamespod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at 24flamespod. And wherever you listen, be it iTunes or Stitcher or some other podcatcher, if you can, go and leave us a rating and a review because that helps more people find the show. And we really appreciate it. Uh, drive those review babies to us. And <laughs> glad <laughs> Will wasn't paying attention to that. Huh? Yes. <laughs> I, tune, yes. I, I tune out during this part. <laughs> All the better. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah, thanks everybody for listening. And uh, we will catch you uh, next week with our St. Patrick's Day episode of 24 Flames Pot. And Will doesn't know what it is yet. I don't know what it is yet. (laughs) So, uh, but yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you next week. Bye. 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 Fish media.